and it is a bit sneaky, but this can work really well as well if you don't mind going down a slightly sneakier route. Hey everyone, welcome to the first solo episode of the Next Level Online podcast. Now I wanted to talk to you today about link building. You probably don't know this, but I, I run a little SEO community on Facebook. It's just a small Facebook group called Next Level SEO. And when people uh, apply to, to be, become part of the group, they answer a question that is around... What is your biggest pain point in SEO? What are you struggling with? And I'd say a good 80%, 70, 80% of people say link building. So I thought it would be good to do an episode on this and talk about some link building techniques that, that do actually work in, in 2023. Now, some of these are ones that have worked for years, but sometimes we need to do things a little bit different as well. So the first one I want to start with is probably the most obvious and the most common, and that is guest posting. Now, the trouble with guest posting is you probably have it yourself. Your inbox is just inundated daily with people saying, oh, I've got some good content for your site, or I see you've written a great piece about X. I also wrote a piece about this. And, you know, you get these kind of standard template emails coming through constantly and you just hit delete. So you've got to stand out when you're doing these outreach emails for, for guest posting. You've got to make it a bit different. So I think it's still worth doing. It's still a great way to get links back to your site. It still works. It's been proven to work time and time again. And in a way, it is just general marketing, isn't it? If you if you target a site and say, do you mind if I put some content on your site and and you happen to, to link to your own site, if that link drives you traffic, awesome. And that's just general marketing, isn't it? But, you know, let's be honest, a lot of us do it for SEO purposes. But everyone's doing it. These things help. That's just the way things are. But we do have to be a bit different about how we approach it, especially in that outreach stage. So if you can come in with a new angle it's still very much worth doing. I would say that uh, a lot of these sites that advertise the fact that they do guest posting or a lot of these sites that are on lists. So, so if you get lists from SEOs saying that they can get you links on all of these sites, there's a good chance that Google have got that list as well and they're just ignoring them. So those types of lists or sites that advertise the fact that they do guest posts, probably not the best way to go these days. I would just find really relevant sites in your niche and just outreach to them. So I think it's still worth outreaching to those. Another thing you can do is find old content and just offer to update it. So if a site has content that was written a few years ago or 2021 or whenever, um, you might be able to find articles on their sites that are best X of 2021, something like that. So it's a couple of years old. They haven't updated it. They probably should. 
that's a good opportunity to approach them, say, hey, I, I work in this space, I could update this for you. And if they accept that, then that's a good opportunity to just include some links in there as well. So that's one way to approach guest posting. The second example I wanted to talk about is niche edits or link insertions. These are sometimes known as as well. And that's basically when you approach a site and say, could I get a link on this existing page? So it's not new content like a guest post would be. You're asking for a link on an existing page. It's much easier for those people to do. The problem is you're asking them to, to go and do something. They're not just going to do it for free. Most of the time when you ask for these insertions, you're probably going to have to pay for it. But the benefit of this is if you go in straight off the bat and say, can you give me a price for a link insertion on this page? Straight away, you're talking about money to them. And they're more likely to respond to that because there's something in it for them. So you probably are going to have to pay, but it's easy to haggle on these sort of things as well. If they come back to you and say, oh, $80 or $100, you, know, you can go easily go back and say, oh, actually, my budget's $20 or $30. You know, and it very much depends on, on the site and the quality of the site. But if you haggle, there's always a good chance, and I've seen this time and time again, there's always a good chance that they're going to say yes because it's easy for them. It's easy money. It's only a small small fee, but all they have to do is go to a page, add a link, boom, it's done. So that's worth looking at as well. A bonus there is if you can find an existing page that has a decent backlink profile as well, chances are it's just going to be a stronger link. So that's something else to think about as well. The third one I wanted to talk to you about is broken link building. This is quite an old method. And basically, this is where you find a, a page that is broken on a site. You find all the pages that are linking to that outreach to those guys and say, hey, you're linking to, to a page that's now broken. I have a resource that can actually replace that. Would you like to link to that instead? Basically, the gist of it. That can still work, but... Again, there's a bit of an effort on their part, especially if it's old content. They're probably not that fussed about fixing it or certainly not in a hurry to fix it. Um, Brian Dean was interviewed a while back and he came up with a good technique, which was looking for broken pages on big sites, then using a backlink tool to find all of the sites that are linking to that page, but then order them by most recent. So you're, you're looking for the ones that were <clears throat> discovered most recently and they're much more likely to respond and to want to fix that page. So if it's someone who's created a page last week and they're linking to something and it's broken, they're probably not going to want to just leave that. It's a new post. You know, they're still trying to drive traffic to that post. So they're much more likely to want to fix that. So shout out to Brian Dean for that one. So that's worth looking at. Number four is Harrow. For those who don't know, that's help a reporter out. Basically what this is, it's a service you can sign up to. You get emails every day and there'll be uh, journalist opportunities in there. So, so journalists will put up a post saying, I need quotes from <clears throat> nutritionists about X or I need some business owners or digital marketers to give their thoughts on, you know, a new Google update or whatever it might be. And people can respond to that with their quote and the ones they like, 
they'll put that in their article and you get a backlink and you can get some really good backlinks like this as well because some decent publications use this so it is really worth looking at it is busier than it used to be so you might respond to a lot of these and actually they're getting inundated so you just never hear back but it is worth doing if you're quick so if you can check these emails be really quick off the bat and and respond to them as quick as possible make your answers really high quality it is worth doing i heard something from i think it was matt diggerty and he mentioned a tip where rather than responding to journalist request you actually be the journalist and you put in a request for quotes so you say i'm looking for a quote for xyz and then when those people respond you reply saying sorry we're full uh, but i can probably sneak you in if you could link to x so you kind of need two websites in the same niche for this. So you can do, it's a bit of three-way linking and it is a bit sneaky, but this can work really well as well if you don't mind going down a slightly sneakier route. Number five is linkable assets. And this is basically taking <clears throat> unique stats and data, uh, collecting that into a post. You might use visuals around that and just making a really good resource on a particular data point or data points um, and trying to get that to rank so it becomes a linkable asset. Brian Dean at Backlinko did this very well a while back as well. So he had posts on things like Instagram stats. I think he, he branched out and started doing everything in tech. So at one point he had a page on Ro Roblox stats or roblox uh, how many roblox users are there and, and things like that so he had a page on roblox stats and he got these ranking so that when people like journalists or bloggers <clears throat> are looking for stats they might search for how many roblox users are there or <clears throat> how many instagram users are there or certain statistic points around instagram and a lot of the time, his post was ranking. So they'd link to that as the source. They'd rarely start digging into what his sources were and trying to find the correct place to link to for, for exact points that they mentioned. They would often just link to him as a source. So the backlinks of those pages skyrocketed. So it really helped Backlinko's link profile. So stats and data type content can do really well. The final one is a bonus tip and a shout out to Robbie Richards on this one. I read about this on Robbie Richards' blog a while back, uh, and it's not so much a link building technique, but this is something called reverse guest posting. Now, we were talking about guest posting earlier. You get approaches saying, can I put my content on your site? And 99.999% of the time, you look at it and think, why on earth would I take content from some random that's just emailed me out of the blue? And when you do see content from people like that, because they've sent it over anyway, more often than not, it's garbage. So why would you want content like that? Probably wouldn't, right? Uh, reverse guest posting is a bit different in that you're the one choosing who you're taking content from. So rather than waiting for emails to come in, asking if they can guest post on your site. You actually look for people that you 
want to guest post on your site. So you look for authority figures in your niche, people who have got good followings, influencers, and so on, people who have got strong sites, and you outreach to them and say along the lines of, hey, I'd love it if you wouldn't mind guest posting on our site, writing a guest article and featuring on our site. That isn't necessarily going to result in direct backlinks, but it does mean that someone who's more influential, someone who's got um, a, a strong presence is more likely to share it. So they're, they're more likely to share it on their social profiles. They may even push it out to their email database. You may end up with a backlink out of it. You don't know. But this is a great way to just get much higher quality content. And then you've got an authority figure or an influencer um, being shown on your website as well which gives you a bit more, more credit in the eyes of some people. And yeah, they're more likely to, to share it as well. So you, you get that additional reach with their audience. So this is, this is a great one to, to look at as well. Um, I hope they help. Let me know if you tried any of these. If you, uh, if you do try any of these, let me know how you get on. I'd love to hear. And until next time.